It's every time I'm with you There's this feeling like I'm better off Welcome back to the AAA podcast. I'm here with Alex and Adam. Alex and Adam. <laughs> and Hayden Felcher, our first hey. guest ever on this podcast. What hey. it do, baby? <laughs> Thank you um, so much for having me. Of course. Of course. It's, a, it's a pleasure to have you on as our first guest. We kind of thought there would be no one else that we'd rather have on our, oh, as our Aaron. first guest than Hayden. Just a way to start it off. Stop it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't know Hayden, which some of you will probably know Hayden, um, he's a musician. That He's I a friend am. of all of ours. <laughs> Just graduated. And he is yeah. an ultimate frisbee player, especially very important. Yeah. And he <laughs> and he's a professional smiler. I I wanted to throw <laughs> that in there because whenever I see him, he's always smiling. Aww, yeah, that's so heartfelt. And he's got he's got the best smile. So yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, um, I've, I've been told I smile way too much by way too many people. I don't think it's <laughs> possible to smile way too much. Oh, that's Just a good a point. Happy guy. Yeah. My cheeks start to get sore though around 3 p.m. every day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> start doing exercises. It's taxing. <laughs> so um, Hayden released a song on July 27th of 2019 called you. Three Weeks," oh, and it kind of it kind of took the Northampton community <laughs> by like a shock. Like everybody was like, "Wow, that's really good," and people are still listening to it. Right? I, I think no, so. yeah, I, I listen to it yeah. every night before I go to bed. Oh my yeah, god. No, 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 no. It's very yeah, it's, it's my, a very it's good my song theme now. track. And uh we wanted to talk about that, talk about some other stuff on the show. So uh I said we re- get right into it. So yeah. you wanna tell us a little about the song? Like it was your capstone project for senior year. Right? Yeah, yeah. So um actually my capstone initially was gonna be to make like an E P mm-hmm. like three or four songs. I was gonna release them all as single, I guess not, I shouldn't say EP, but uh, make like three or four singles and release them over the course of the year. And then I procrastinated a lot and, um, you know, time caught up to me and I only ended up finishing one, which I didn't even release until July 27th, like a month after I graduated. Um, but it, it was still, it was like time consuming enough that I would still call it a full cap. So mm-hmm. um, I, I was working on it pretty much all of second semester i mean i i went to your presentation and when you were doing that you were like saying how you wanted it to sound like a professional recorded and produced song and i i would say you accomplished that absolutely thank you like it really i think if you had spent the same time doing a full ep it's would have sounded great but with the like just doubling down on one song it it sounded you really it sounded like it sounded thank you. you put yeah. a lot of work into it. Yeah, so th- that was like um, the, the, my idea, my goal behind the capstone was like I didn't want to make a song that um, was distinguishable as like some like a teenager made. I wanted it to yeah, sound yeah. like someone mm-hmm. would hear it and be like, oh, yes, that's a professional band. So uh, it was worth it to me to put way more time into that one song than Definitely. just yeah. record like three or four and songs. Have, did you start writing some other songs, too? Yeah, no, uh, I, I mean, I'll through high school i've been writing kind of consistently um three weeks just the only one i've recorded to fruition mm-hmm. so far but i plan on recording all the other songs i've written hopefully soon mm-hmm. and hopefully. Do you think you'll you'll probably release them together or? uh i kind of like the idea of releasing them as singles mm-hmm. you know i think people give a little more attention to each one mm-hmm. if you release them as singles mm-hmm. there's like eps or albums someone will like pick their favorite song and just listen to that one and then yeah. the rest of the ones might get swept and under who's the like that Ru- russ does that he Russ? Re- he oh, Russ. he's always <laughs> releasing singles and like he he'll have like an album like once a year or every yeah. couple of years but like 
he has so many more singles and a lot of times his singles aren't even on his albums like he has so many just things because yeah. yeah. probably because you get more attention on each yeah album. i think it's cool just to do it's definitely like one really one. cool definitely yeah. cool and so um you did that how, how many months did the song take you it's hard to kind of like um, pinpoint it into an exact frame of time because I think I started writing that song like mid junior year and kind of set it aside and wrote some other stuff, came back to it a few times and then really like doubled down and working on it second semester, or, like mm-hmm. first and second semester, senior year. So from when the concept of the song um, was first created, I guess like a year and a half, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I spent a yeah. year and a half on yeah. the song, you know, and it was all you. Which yeah, is, that's the impress. That's yeah, like super, that's impressive, super impressive that you did everything, writing, recording. Yeah, in your home studio, in my guest room. Yes, guest room. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. sick. Yeah. Adam, do you have do you have any questions from like a fellow musician or comments on the song? Um, well, first of all, I did really enjoy the song. Thank um, you. It's super awesome. Um, I guess like from like a producer standpoint, like or just like a recording nerd standpoint, more like. Um, <laughs> What did like what did you use for like recording like the instruments and stuff? Um I used a mix of DI and straight out of the amp. I put an uh, an SM57 on the amp and for all the vocals I used a Rode NT1A. Mm-hmm. And nice. um same for the Micro- I used is that that's a microphone, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And Speaking um Speaking a whole nother language. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then like for the guitar and uh shakers and pretty much everything else i use the n21 that's like my only condenser mic yeah <laughs> so yeah it's like my basic <laughs> mic i use for most stuff unless it's uh an amp in yeah. which you guys use a 57 yeah nice but yeah yep. pretty basic tool set mm-hmm. i would say yeah and then you use logic to mix it all yeah it was so cool going to the capstone presentation and you had it up on the screen and you're like <laughs> fiddling with it and like showing us different parts of the song and then when i would when it finally came out i was like oh i remember he talked about that like he chose to do this instead of like that and like you, it was just it was really cool to see that because you never get to hear that see that part of the music yeah that, that's like what i think is really cool from a producer standpoint is i mean before i got into production i didn't realize a quarter of the stuff that went into producing songs yeah, like same i thought it was more you kind of just recorded it maybe make like mix it a little bit and then release it but it's it's like so much more than that mm-hmm. um and that's what I really like about producing is like you can record a sound and change it beyond recognition mm-hmm. and just create like a, a whole different space with the music. Um, and there's like so many different options of what you can do with recording and, and uh, so many mil- manipulations, which is uh, really cool. So I learned a lot about that while that's, making that song. I think that's we awesome. feel... Like we've talked about this a little bit, but like learning from your experiences and stuff like you can learn so much in like a textbook or from courses or just from that kind of thing. But you really like you said, you you barely knew anything until you actually did it. And now, you know, so much more than you could have learned from just reading about it and stuff like that. So, yeah. And that stuff like that was probably one of your first experiences of doing that in a school environment. Right. Uh, yeah. In a school like doing it for a school project was yeah. my first yeah. experience with doing that. Yeah, but I definitely think recording is like a, a total trial and error mm-hmm. uh, yeah. learning curve. Um, like really the only way to figure out what you like and what you don't like is by doing it. It's, it's like hearing it be like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Trying a different way, trying a different way until you drive yourself crazy with all the different things you do. And then finally find a sound that you like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ad- Adam's always saying like how he's like in here at like 3 a.m. like mixing songs and he'll finally be like, 
I found it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be oh so psyched. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's what I wrote my college essay on. Really? It was like mixing music and um, losing track of time. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would, when I was uh, recording and mixing Galen's album, which okay. I did junior year, um, I would be mixing for like f- three, four hours on end and look at the clock and be like, oh shit, it's 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and then like on a Tuesday, I'd be like, ah, I better go to bed. <laughs> uh, but like that idea of like timelessness where yeah. you just get so in depth it's almost like going down a rabbit hole with production where uh it's just so many different paths you can take Mm. and no boundary Mm -hmm. that you can get sucked in and totally there's no there's no end to it yeah exactly you you can do that you can there's so many things that you can go down like a rabbit like let's say social media like you're always gonna like it's kind of like different segues into another thing and like i'll just find myself doing that sometimes but like with production or any project that you're working on there's always going to be ways that you can improve it and stuff yeah. like that and yeah that's why it's so amazing yeah that's actually what i struggled with most with uh producing is not three weeks yeah it's not taking or what were you gonna like, say n- like not getting off your computer and not like perfecting every little thing and kind of being yeah satisfied with yourself kind of that like um i mean i'm a perfectionist yeah. especially with my own music yep. so <laughs> it felt like even now I'm not necessarily I would call necessarily sure I would call it like done per really? se. Or I kind really? of feel like there is no finish line. There's a point where you're like, this sounds really good mm-hmm. and I'm gonna stop here and I think it's good enough to release. But like there is I mean, at least for me now, there's no clear finish line with any project or musical project where I'm like, now it's done. Cause I feel like with music and production, you can always better it and always find a new way to do it. So you mm-hmm. kinda have to draw that finish line yourself, which is why it took like three months after it was almost done, three weeks was almost done until I finally released it. Cause I was just like tweaking it. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, it was like insane. awful. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, do you have like different versions that you've saved from the process? Like a really rough version and then the final one and places in the middle. Um, man, I should have saved some of like the in-between versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I did. Maybe I could find them in yeah, my history yeah. or something, but, uh, I had a demo MP3 that I saved, mm-hmm. which is what I showed in my capstone. And then the uh, the final. So, yeah, I guess not really. But And uh, when you listen to those, like, is, how different is it? To you. It's yeah, pro- to it's, me, to it's you, very it's different. Is. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't think it's that different. Because um, I didn't make any major changes. Yeah. Just, it's like the little stuff. So, yeah. Um, they're not that different, but it's it's more of like a, a polishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, once you get the bulk of the demo done, or the bulk of the first part, then sounds pretty much right but there's so much that goes in after that to make it sound just the way you want it do you like listening to your own music like do you let's say you have like um this is actually a question that both of you guys can answer because like do you will you like just listen put your own music on sometimes to listen to it or do you think that's (laughs) weird and like you don't like doing that um you want to never by (laughs) myself because i don't know that feels weird just like oh i want to (laughs) <laughs> listen to what I like maybe like after it's just come out and you're just like oh it's on here I want to just listen and listen to it just to make sure everything's like mm-hmm. I released it um but or if I'm like showing it to people obviously that's fine yeah. but like most of the time I don't like listening to my own music unless like I'm showing someone and they're gonna like give me feedback otherwise like I drive myself nuts just uh-huh. being like oh I should have done this or yeah. I should have done that <laughs> yeah I definitely I definitely feel that like once <laughs> when you're listening to your own music, especially when you finally draw the line and like released it, it's like, oh, I could have made that better. Could have done this, but I do listen to three weeks on Spotify. I wouldn't say a fair amount, but like, 
once every few days or a week just because it's like a dream come true to me yeah. to have yeah. my so like to be able to search my music mm -hmm. i mean search my name on spotify and something comes up like that's crazy that's yeah. mind-blowing to me because my whole life i was like wow if you're on spotify like <laughs> that means yeah. like you're a real <laughs> artist or something yeah. i don't like it's it's really cool so mm -hmm. um Sometimes I'll, I'll literally just search that, my name just yeah. for the fun of it yeah. and like listen to it and be like, I'm listening to myself on a Spotify page right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool feeling. But I won't listen to it be like, to be like, man, this song rocks. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. if you hear it like enough times, you might get tired of it. Oh, totally. Like, you just be like, oh, like. <laughs> so sick of it. You, yeah. yeah, you just get sick of your own songs. Yeah, but it's it doesn't lose its like wow, I'm on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely like surreal. Do you think when you get to college, like, have, have you been in touch with people that, that are going to be freshmen there too? Uh, yeah, a few. Just like over Snapchat. Has stuff. anybody found the song yet? Yeah, my roommate found it. <laughs> <laughs> so my roommate, um, he, like we're Snapchat friends, so he saw when I released it and he listened to it and he was like, wow, that was really good. And I was like, thanks, man. And um, I, th I guess two weeks ago, three weeks, <laughs> three weeks till our moving date, <laughs> he snapped me and he was like, Hey, just uh, want to let you know it's three weeks till we move in. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Have, like, you, yeah. have you like um, FaceTimed him or like just got like a feel for him as a person or pretty just much just him? Snapchat? He seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. So far, how, how did you That's do cool. the like whole roommate a process like a one? <laughs> so I actually missed the deadline for what I was trying to do. So like they had a deadline for when you can choose your roommate, mm -hmm. and I was talking to a bunch of guys, and I'm really bad at making d decisions. Like I'm very indecisive. Um, same reason I'm a perfection perfectionist is like because yeah. I feel like there's always a better option. So anyway, I was talking to like ten guys, and a bunch of them were like, "Hey, you want a room?" And I was like, I'm "Not exactly sure yet," because <laughs> uh, I'm really bad at like picking yeah. the final option. I was just weighing my options for like a few weeks, mm -hmm. and then I realized the deadline to pick my roommate had passed, and I was like, "Ah, well, oh well." And then <laughs> so it's random selection is how I found my. You didn't? Did you do like one of those survey things where it's like? Fill yeah. in when you go to sleep and when yeah. you wake up and like <laughs> how smoke tolerant are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What your blood type? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh I did. And that like I you know, a bunch of guys uh came up as like compatible, which <laughs> it's funny because depending on like what time you go to bed has no yeah, impact yeah. on how you're gonna live with someone. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so ridiculous yeah, to me. Yeah, it's like, are you social or not social? <laughs> Like you have to meet someone to realize, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like you know what? Do you sleep with background noise? On? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. So yeah, like those surveys would come up, and I'd be like, <laughs> J underscore Mick Dard is. <laughs> it's like an eighty-three percent match. You just talked to him. <laughs> so they yeah, should have, they should have like Tinder for roommates. <laughs> it's basically nope, what nope, it is. That guy, that guy, that guy, his beard's too long. Oh it's, like, yeah. it's probably not clean. His beard has a stench. I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should. That's like you're such a million-dollar idea. You maybe, should do. Maybe I'll do that. That's your next business venture. Who knows? Maybe I'll take it to Drexel. Yeah. They, ooh. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. I would do that. Maybe I'll steal it. <laughs> do it, do it. Yeah. Alex, did, was there anything that you wanted to ask Hayden on the show? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you still work for Pizza Factory at the moment, right? I don't, actually. No? They, I, I wouldn't say I got fired, but I got <laughs> let go. I st I'm, uh, <laughs> like, my employment there has ceased to exist <laughs> because <laughs> I basically worked there all summer. Or I guess like uh yeah like June through July and early August and then during August I had a bunch of uh, like family vacations mm -hmm. I was gonna go on 
and it's too much time off, I guess. Yeah. They just said too much time off. And then by the time I got back from the family vacations, which was like two weeks ago, um, I would only have like two weeks left before I left for college. So I was like, if you wanted me to come in for those last two weeks, sure. But if you don't like, I understand they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not working with them anymore. But and did you like working with them? Yeah, it was great. Actually. I got free pizza. I, it got insane tips like <laughs> it's weird that seems dope because you get to drive around too yeah yeah oh it's so fun in the summer just driving around f- listening to music i remember when we ordered for them like we <laughs> normally don't order from pizza factory too like when we we normally get Domino's yeah. or something like that and then there was like a bunch of us and we just wanted a party pizza so we and put antonio's had run out of crust or something like that <laughs> something, something <laughs> and, stupid <laughs> yeah. and so we were like okay We'll go to Pizza Factory. Yeah. Oh and it God. was like really cheap. Like yeah. 25 bucks <laughs> yeah. for a party pizza. Yeah. So we we're like, all right, let's do it. And then you pulled up and we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, we put like a fake name down too. Really? <laughs> dude. <laughs> so we were like, yeah. like, oh, I wonder who's a dude. And then we yeah. opened the door and it's yes. fucking hated. Dude. <laughs> that was so, 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 so fun. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize and then that. Before you worked at. Before you worked at Pizza Factory, you worked at Cooper's for a little while. I remember that. That I um, did. <laughs> talk about that. So uh, Cooper's was a really great first job. And it was like, it's super chill. Still is, I imagine. Um, but the Both the managers are really nice. And everyone there is like super friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, Those are uh, the pros. Yeah. The, <laughs> the pros have been working there for like eight years. Um, but I always kind of felt like... It, like a, a in-between job for me. Like I, I was never like, oh, I'm going to work for Cooper's for <laughs> 10 <laughs> years. Equity in the company. Nah, yeah. you know? <laughs> the thing with Cooper's is you can't work there that long. That's yeah. what everyone says. Yeah, you get, so. I mean, it, it, I almost, <laughs> I got overwhelmed by how underwhelming it was. <laughs> if that makes any sense. No. Like after working there for, I guess a year and a half, two years, um, it's just like the same routines every day. And there's a lot of downtime where you're just sitting there not really doing anything. Oh, mind numbing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was really mind numbing. So (laughs) like I would be standing there and my mind would just go blank. And I remember there was one day in particular that made me realize like, I have to quit this job. (laughs) Um, I was standing there and I swear to God, my vision started to go black and white. (laughs) I'd never experienced anything like it. I was just sitting there like a drone for so long that everything was just a gray scale. (laughs) I was like, oh God. (laughs) It's time to leave. Yeah. (laughs) So I quit a couple months after that. (laughs) I I stuck with it for a while for the free coffee. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I like, especially in the summer, I wanted to have a little more spice in my uh, career. (laughs) Um, yeah yeah exactly but it was a really great job like it was super chill and a lot of people all of my friends uh had bosses who were like really mean and made them work extra hours and weren't respectful cooper's is a great place yeah i just uh my my time limit had come yeah yeah. i'll no. say that no shade on cooper's <laughs> rich cooper not. if you're watching this <laughs> i love you <laughs> great guy, great guy. what about you adam what what did you want to ask hayden um I didn't have that many questions planned, if I'm completely honest. But um, <laughs> top yep. of the head, anything? I'm an uh, open book. Yeah. <laughs> Now's your one chance in life. Music, goals, uh, in anything. Life, anything. What do you listen to in terms of music? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good one. That's a great <laughs> question. Because I haven't really asked you that for the amount of time that I've known who you are. I, uh-huh. I don't really know what kind of music you listen to. I listen to, um, I guess the genres I listen to vary between like folk rock uh folktronica which i didn't mm. realize was 
uh, genre. Can you explain that? Yeah, yeah that's like uh, <laughs> you know, Bear. Okay, yeah. where it's yeah. kind of like folk, like folk intentions almost, <laughs> uh-huh. but it's so heavily produced that it almost becomes yeah, electronic. That's actually, I'm so surprised that you listen to him because like he's pretty yeah. successful and popular, but uh-huh. almost everyone I ask is like doesn't even know who he is. Really? Like, I just have one friend who knows. Who oh my god, he's like my favorite artist. He's like, he's so cool. I aspire. Is that Sam? Sam, Sam yeah, yeah, Sam, Sam knows him. Sam. Yeah. Oh, I no, think he, he just incredible. like works with tons of different people, like Kanye West. And yeah. That's how oh my god. I got into him through Kanye West. Oh really? Cool, yeah. So. I know. I think he's a mastermind. Uh, yeah, he's insane. Yeah, but um, I, I guess the kind of, the kind of music I listen to is more based on. To me, at least, like the skill set of the production, the producers, or the skill set of that particular artist, rather than like the genre they're in. Like, yeah. I'm really attracted to um, artists who are also producers of their own music. Yeah. Like, do you guys know Jeremy Zucker? No, don't think so. No, he's like a pop artist, but he produces all his own stuff, and he's really good. Um, Eden is another. Yeah. yeah, I really like him. Um, who else? No one's coming to mind exactly, but uh, oh, John Bellion, mm-hmm. yeah, he uh-huh. produces his own stuff. Uh, just because it's like I like to listen to my role models almost, yeah. like people who I could almost like aspire to be, mm-hmm. who are like brilliant songwriters and also really good producers, yeah. Definitely. Um, because that's kind of my goal is to, like to write and produce all my own stuff and to have it sound really good. Speaking yeah. of your goals, is that like you? I think you mentioned to me you wanted to start a recording studio of some sort, right? That'd be or, cool. Or what, 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 what is your plan as of now? in the future um it's hard to say because i want a career that makes a lot of money uh and also who I, that i can incorporate music into mm-hmm. hopefully um and right now the recording industry is kind of falling short um in like people making their own studios because more people are doing home recording so it's mm-hmm. hard to keep a studio open because it's so expensive yeah um so maybe just having a home studio and producing my stuff there or i mean if i can make money with a recording studio that'd be really cool uh yeah but that's i could see myself doing that maybe somewhere down the line so you want to be on the music and production side you don't really want to do work for other people or um i haven't decided that yet Mm -hmm. because i I think i want to produce some more of my own stuff to see how much i like it because as fun as producing your own music is it's really frustrating yeah because it's like you can be so overcritical of yourself where it's a lot less stressful to record other people's music and produce it. Okay, that's very true. Yeah, because you can look at it um, from a more objective standpoint rather than like your own emotions going into it. Mm. But also from, I feel like, well, you would probably know because you've produced for Galen, maybe a, uh-huh. and Promise. Young yeah, fam, young fam. Um, mm-hmm. Like for other people, I feel like they have an expectation of what they want too. So, uh-huh. like if they're of that level, some people don't even know what they want, and uh-huh. so if you make something that sounds good, they'll like it. But if uh, someone at the level, like a really high level, would probably know what they want. So I feel like that would be come with some packaging too. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um I I think what's the only hard part for recording other people for me is like not having full creative control. Mm-hmm. Like uh it is it would be really nice to, you know, have an artist who knows like exactly what they want from a production yeah. standpoint so they can like almost guide you to th- the sound they're trying to achieve. Yep. But um, for people who don't know that much about production, who you're recording, uh, it's hard to even with like me, like I'm I still consider myself an amateur, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, it's hard to 
like satisfy someone when they have a, a sound in mind, but they don't know how to get to it and neither do you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a hard disconnect there. Um, so yeah, like recording other people can be frustrating in that sense where like you can be like, Oh, I want to sound like this, but they don't. And you know, you have to make it sound like they want, not like you want. Yeah. So that's, you know, the, the beauty of recording your own music is you can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I haven't made that decision yet of which one I want to do. I'm sure in the next couple of years in college, you'll definitely see what you like, see what you don't like. You yeah, know. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. you mentioned that you in high school wanted to start a podcast and you actually did <laughs> for a little bit. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that? Um, so in high school, I think junior year was when I, when I, when I had the idea. It's actually a sounds w- like us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny story of how the idea came to me. Uh, <laughs> it's like the way my mind works is thoughts will just pop in my head that'll get me really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same exact thing with me. Yeah, yeah like exactly. especially with music and lyrics. Like sometimes, it'll, like I was in physics and I'll just like think of a whole song. I was like, oh god, I gotta write this down. Like, how can I get home right gravity, now? Gravity, <laughs> gravity, nine point eight meters per second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. Uh, nine is these X's. No, no, no. Anyway, so <laughs> the way the idea of the podcast uh, popped in my head was I was at a family friend's house having dinner jason michael if you're watching this you know what's up (laughs) um so i was there sitting with my family and our friends and all of a sudden i had this (laughs) it's weird to call it an epiphany but it felt like an epiphany where i was like this would be so sick (laughs) to make a podcast um because i'm an audiophile so i really just like Mm -hmm. the way people's Mm -hmm. voices sound coming Mm -hmm. to mics similar to this um (laughs) But I was like, this would be so cool. But the idea I had for a podcast was a little bit different than most podcasts where like I love podcasts, but I don't always have the attention span for mm. to listen to like for an yeah. hour. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I'm like driving, I listen to a podcast, but mm-hmm. I, w- I don't usually like sit down and listen to a podcast the same way I would watch a YouTube video. Agreed. You know, so I was thinking like blend the two uh, ideas where you sit down and have a conversation with someone, but you edit it down to just like the really entertaining parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then compile it into like a five minute video. So it's like like a quick cut, like snippets of conversations um, mixed with like a little bit of comedy or something. Mm-hmm. And I shot, I think the first episode with Gabe Nicotera um, in my room. And we. I also wanted to like have it be like a really chill environment. <laughs> as douchey <laughs> as that sounds. And, like it was a really cool, like cool lighting and... I wanted to call it the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now that's stupid. <laughs> Welcome back to the vibe. The vibe. <laughs> yeah, that sounds um, like a late night radio show. Like, yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Welcome back to the vibe. Some like <laughs> soothing voices and music yeah. and something. <laughs> exactly. So I want to have like lights and stuff. Anyway, uh, like super visco girl uh, <laughs> aesthetic. You know. Uh, what I mean? No. Yeah. We kind of want this. I mean, not like that, but we're definitely always looking for like. The lighting and like yeah, just yeah. The vibe of the room. Exactly. Like I wanted to be aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I shot the first episode and uh, I edited it and it took like a while to edit because I basically had an hour of yeah. footage and audio and then I had to edit it down to like five minutes. And it's r- I realized it's a lot harder than I thought to piece it, p- like piece snippets of conversation together mm-hmm. so it mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're not like jumping around. Well, because there's a reason there's the boring stuff yeah know, exactly that's the yeah it's really hard to follow a conversation trail w- when you're cutting stuff out mm-hmm. um so <laughs> i kind of got discouraged with that uh it didn't turn out as good as i thought 
it would or as good as i hoped <laughs> really um but it was also like the first episode and never went further than that so maybe i can make it better if i tried it again in the future you but. should try to do it in college like yeah if you find some guys in college or girls or transgender people yeah. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> find anyone who's interested in doing that and trying to yeah i'm yeah. testing you aaron on your political <laughs> <correctness>. <laughs> that, was a, that was a little extra did you say only guys or girls <laughs> could be on my podcast someone's trolling in the comments right now yeah. <laughs> any individual who come could be at on my me. podcast come at me come at me yeah <laughs> no yeah. but um yeah I, I i think it i it's so interesting to hear how you thought of that because to me I have I find the like same ideas and it's always when I'm in a car ride like in really? a long car ride especially in Vermont uh-huh. Vermont's kind of like the hot spot um, <laughs> it's just like I, Aaron's hot spot for thoughts yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I have an emotional connection to Vermont and uh, yeah so like I'll Jeez. be in Vermont and I'll oh, dude I, I have a cab at lunchbox <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. No. <laughs> Cabot, Cabot is like my favorite cheese. That's so so. <laughs> that's anyway. so funny. No, but I'll be in like the car in Vermont. We'll go skiing or going doing whatever, and just I'll just cheesing. have like this idea pop into my head. I'm like, I need to do that. And then yeah. like when I was little or not little, but like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't like write it down. But now I'll just take out my phone like write it down, and like sometimes I'll just think back to those things, and I'm like, oh man, like. I should do that because I thought it'd be so cool when I was in Vermont. Yeah, dude, you <laughs> need a Vermont idea journal. Actually, yeah. you need a journal for every single state in the U.S. It's my California journal. Do you guys journal? I don't personally. I have something similar. I wouldn't call it a journal, though. Uh-huh. What I, is it? More just like, I guess you can call it a journal. <laughs> <laughs> just like somewhere where I like, take my thoughts and stuff yeah. like that. Kind of like a planner. Yeah. More so. Yeah. Uh, I... I tried starting a diary at the beginning of high school, I think. <laughs> and I, then I d- kind of didn't s- yeah. keep doing it because I didn't really think. It, it always felt corny to me. I never was never like, dear diary. Yeah. <laughs> Today, I, Tommy said he <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep that anymore. But it's hidden somewhere in my room. I honestly love just writing down like stuff and like I, I just kind of let it all out on the paper. Yeah. Sometimes I won't be at home, so I'll just like write it on my phone in my notes, and like uh-huh. it's just it's a great way to unfold your thoughts. So that yeah, like what used to happen when I would have like ideas or whatever is it would Forget about once it. I got into like the hustle and bustle and whatever like kind of stuff I was doing, it would just like come out of my mind. And like by writing or even if it's like a long thing, like you could like try to make a voice memo or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Then. That's you can keep it and like save it and, and helps then go back to it. Your thought process. Yeah. yeah, like kind of what you said. Um, when I went to Italy, like the first day I got off my flight, I was like, I wrote about it. I was just like, ah, I just got back in Italy, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I, like a, for like a week, I was actually like going pretty strong. And then like one day I just like forgot and I was just too lazy. And I was like, I can't keep up with this. And it felt kind of corny. And I was just like. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. It definitely Fall takes, off. it takes a lot to like, keep it going yeah like, exactly you have to be really i mean it's not really my thing you have to so. keep it in your routine and like yeah i personally love doing it and i don't mean for it to be like a routine thing i just do it whenever i feel like yeah it. Exactly. and that's kind of like uh-huh. how i found my balance and so like i have multiple books that i just have like around my house or in my room or I keep one in my bag 
<laughs> what? Not like diet, nutrition. <laughs> like, me and Adam saw these like different kinds of journals, like, like Michaels, yeah. and they, like, uh, they just had like different journals for each thing. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. yeah. No, I kind of do the same thing. It's not routinely, but whenever mm-hmm. I have like a certain thought that I don't want to forget about or whatever, like I'm, I'm in school, I'll literally take it out of my bag because I keep a notebook in my That's bag and I'll go. just write it down. Yeah. And I also have like like a bucket list almost mm-hmm. too. Which oh I'm yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Hayden. Aaron. Wagon on here. You told us at the beginning, before we were on air, that you had <laughs> questions for us. Oh, I yeah. Did. We've yeah, been asking you a lot of questions. All right, let me. I like answering questions. <laughs> let me go around the circle. All right. We still have like some unanswered questions from the QA, but I guess we'll address that. Uh, we can episode. do that another time. Okay. Yeah. We, could, we could, if we want to. Or address yeah. that at the end, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Adam, my first question for you. Yes. Is. I want to hear about your process of recording because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I've, I've been wondering if other artists and musicians uh, work the same way I do. Yeah. Uh, I guess my process is like I'll have an idea. I'll, you know, start writing it, stop, bring it back up, put it mm-hmm. back down. Um, and it, it's like, it takes a really long time for me to finish yeah. a whole song or mm-hmm. something like that or even finish writing a song. Um I was wondering, and I know some people can do it all in, like, in one day. It's mm-hmm. never happened for me. I was yeah. wondering if you do it all in, like, in one session or yeah. how long it takes. For me, um, I think more recently I've started taking a lot more time. I used to, like, I think the very first thing I, like, put out was, like, a really, like, a three-song EP um, called Reality. And I, that was, like, a scenario where I did, like, record, like, each song took, like, a day and, like, but the, these days, like, for example, Three Minute Wait, I spent basically the entire summer, like, writing that song and just, like, going through different iterations of it. So I would say that I take a pretty decent amount of time writing mm-hmm. and mixing. I spend way too much time yeah, <laughs> mixing. Yeah, yeah, You can get sucked into that, man. Like, oh, yeah. just especially with, like, for me, I'm always, like, super specific on, like, how drums sound. Like, with Definitely. guitar... I've like I've figured out a formula. I figured out uh-huh. what sounds good and what I like, so I kind of just do the same thing every time. But drums or like I don't know, vocals or bass or whatever, all that other stuff that I don't do as much will <laughs> will take longer usually. But yeah, I usually just not like writing the song doesn't always take super long, but recording it for me definitely takes a while. Uh-huh. That's interesting cuz um I would have thought the guitar is is what took the longest for you because I thought the guitar tone in the yeah. in three minute wait is like unbelievably good. <laughs> like it sounds so good. Yeah, I I think I spend like a lot of time when I'm not recording working on that. Uh-huh. So like when I do record, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. So that I do spend a lot of time on it, but not like when I'm writing stuff. Yeah. So like I can just go to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the the full pedal board like you do. So <laughs> <laughs> obviously I have a much better tone than I do. Um yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I whenever I like you know, write a or record a demo or write a song and I feel like I'm almost you're like done or almost done in one day or like a couple of days, I'm like, no, nah, it can't be done because that was yeah. only like two days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it happened to the other three months after that where <laughs> I need to keep working on that. Yeah. This I wish I could do that sooner. Yeah. This is just an idea, but I mean, if you guys collabed on a song, that'd be 
kind of interesting because we definitely got some yes. really yeah. really good vocals and like some really good production. And Thank you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. It'd be yeah. hard because I'll I'll be in Philly for the next yeah. year. Maybe when I come back, mm-hmm. yeah. we get it working Some something point. together. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that would I'm be done. dope. Yeah. All right, Aaron. I have always been really intrigued by the idea of like young entrepreneurs, and I've you know what that's I've always, something else I've wanted to do for yeah. a while, but never really got around to it. Never like set my mind to it. Um, and I want to hear more about what you're doing in. Biz, not business draw e-commerce right e-commerce e-commerce right now is kind of i'm not really doing e-commerce right now uh-huh i did that a bit like a year ago was my first store um i was selling halloween masks which oh. actually i might do that again oh yeah because it's, it's that time of yeah, the year and spooky that, season <laughs> that's a really good product it's got it's just a good easy product to sell uh-huh. um but like the way i found this stuff was like God, I, w- I watched these, this YouTube channel called JR Garage. I don't know. Did I talk about this on the podcast before? I don't think so. Okay. No. Well, I watched this YouTube channel called JR Garage, which was a car channel, and these two, like, teenagers who had, like, these exotic sports cars. And I was like, what Ooh. the fuck? This is so sick. And, like, so I, I was like, who are these guys? Like, what's <laughs> their story? I was, like, 14, I think, 13. I found them when I was, like, 13. When I was, like, 14 or something, 15 maybe. I found like one of their friends named Kieran, who I still follow and I'm kind of in touch with him. Um, and he was like this teenage like social media marketer. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. So from then, once you like find one of these guys, everybody in the space will hit you with ads on Instagram. Oh, totally. totally. And, so, <laughs> and so I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I totally and, like, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be like, this is going to be so sick. So I was like, okay, I just got to start. And I didn't really start. I didn't really start. And then I kind of started. And then I kind of started. And then I was like, e-commerce is going to make me rich. And then I was like, uh, not really. E-commerce is a lot harder than I thought. And then there's a certain point this year where I was like, I'm going to do social media marketing, mm-hmm. which is like where for businesses. So I'll go to a business and say, I'll do social media marketing for you guys and help with your digital, like how you are online and everything like that. And I'm... Now, what I'm kind of doing is that, but I'm also, I partnered up with this company called Rapid Contact, and it's a lead generation company for, in the car dealership industry. So, like, we'll go to car dealerships, and we're going to sell them packages for leads, and then we also have this software that is a contact for the leads. So, what a lead is, is basically a potential customer, and, like, it'll come through our Facebook ad, they'll put, fill in their information, and then our software will contact them. And then we sell that to the business and stuff like that. So that's basically yeah. what I'm doing. And we're getting started with that. Um, I've had a lot of meetings and stuff like that. And it's really cool. it's really awesome. So I've learned so much from this. Like, yeah. even though I haven't made much money from it, it's like uh-huh. I'm so happy with it. It's so fun yeah. for me just learning this kind of stuff that the way I, th- I think is like completely like business minded and like uh-huh. really economical. So I just like doing this stuff. Yeah. I always wanted to start something like that. Like, I, you know, I'd always, I found one of those guys and then yeah, all the Instagram yeah. ads come mm-hmm, and they're like, mm-hmm. paid only nine ninety nine for this training. Yeah. Or like yeah, Amazon yeah. FBA or whatever. And I'd be like, this is it. This is my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like about to like pay and be like, 
Oh yeah, I don't have a grand to spend. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, know. I, I bought a course for e-commerce. Yeah, it was, did it help? It was four hundred bucks. Did it like? And um, it helped. It helped me. Uh-huh. I I bought a course and mentorship from this guy Kendall Shaw. Uh-huh. Really, really awesome dude. Um, I didn't really know what I was getting into when I did it. I, I thought it was really cool and like I I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was to commit. The the really getting yourself to commit to it is the hardest part. Yeah, um, that, to that's invest, what I was always to invest of. the money into it and I now I know that I have what it takes, but I don't know. Right now I have other stuff on my plate, but I'm definitely going to keep e-commerce in mind just because it's a good if you know what you're doing and you have the time and the initial investment of a couple hundred bucks, then it's a really good way to get experience and make money. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, that's like what I was always thinking, uh, when I kind of like backed out where I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's cause, um, I was like, I, I want to commit to this, but then I'd be like, I have school and I barely have time. For it's really hard stuff. with school. And also not being 18 is really one of the biggest things. That's like the reason I couldn't, well, the reason like, it's it's one of my kind of my excuse yeah. for not committing to ecom. That's what I think of it now uh-huh. that I wasn't eighteen and I'm not eighteen because it would have to be under your parents' name yeah. and PayPal and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's I don't have like the business's license. Yeah, that kind of st- so what I'm doing now is a lot more. Everything's like written out in contracts and stuff like that. So we're yeah. gonna sign stuff and uh-huh. it's gonna be it's gonna be mu- much more legit. Yeah. So. That's I'm not I, saying e-commerce is not legit. Like e-commerce uh, is a completely legitimate business, and if you're listening or and you want to start e-com, it's a great thing to do. Um, give me a hit, hit <laughs> me up. I'll I'll talk to you about it. But to all um, those impressionable minds out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I always felt about um, investing mm. and, and like stocks and stuff. Because I was always like, oh, I'm not 18. I have to put on my stocks. Are card. different though. You can do stocks. Yeah, you can I actually just started investing. Really? Yeah. With Robinhood or something? Yeah, with Robinhood. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the thing about TD Ameritrade. But mm-hmm. um, it's a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> it is a lot harder. Yeah. Have you have you found stocks or just index funds? Uh, stocks, like individual stocks. Um, essentially swing trading, okay. which is like keeping yeah. a stock yeah. for a day, wow. hoping it makes money. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of hard because the stock market's so unpredictable. Oh, yeah. Totally. Especially now. And Do you, you know Ricky Gutierrez? Wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm part of a Facebook group that he started. Oh, yeah. You're in the... Tech Whatever. buds, tech bed solutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. The largest Facebook group on the internet for stock traders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ricky's no. awesome. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Have you you watched his live streams? I've watched a couple of them. Yeah. It's crazy. They're yeah. insane. The he thing d- is, like, I want to be able to day trade, but you need twenty five grand. Yeah. yeah. To day trade, I and <laughs> I do not have twenty five grand, <laughs> especially to invest. So yeah. Yeah. you know, it's a lot harder when you're not day trading because mm-hmm. once you buy a stock, you have to hope it goes up, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't go up you have to keep it until the next day so if it plummets you lose money period i have some friends that are doing stocks right now and one of them is actually doing really well with it really yeah yeah i think i haven't talked to him in a little bit but he's he's a twitch streamer and (laughs) i think he's 17 now and um he like all the money that he's made on twitch so far he's just invested in it Uh and he's really like his he's made a lot of money from stocks and yeah he just did his research in these companies he's uh-huh. not doing swing trades or anything he's holding mostly uh-huh. Uh-huh. and so um yeah i'm definitely gonna get it once i like make some money that i 
want to invest and not just save or anything yeah. like that, I'm, I'm definitely going to put some money yeah. into stocks. No, it, was, it definitely seems a lot easier than it is, mm, I think, with totally, stocks. Totally, totally. Because you can make a bunch of money one day and be like, oh, I understand what I'm doing, and then lose it all the next day and be like, yeah. oh, I guess not. Because I think you just <laughs> need so much like previous knowledge in stocks to start investing and actually understand what you're doing. Uh, it takes a while. So I, when, I, when I was 14, I, um, I put some money into crypto. Uh, same, I, same. I remember I put that on my story a while ago and you're like, oh, crypto, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep, the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Really? <laughs> no, but I, I thought it was really cool and I still think it's cool that to this day it's not a great way to make money. Well, it's a way to make money. It's not a great way to make money because yeah. you don't know what the hell it is. Unless yeah. you're, I don't, nobody knows what cryptocurrency is, yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, it's, it's just really weird. It's not like stocks in any way. Yeah. Um, I do. There was a time where I was going to start like mining. I was so into <laughs> crypto. <laughs> I was dead serious. Highlight of the Crazy. video. Yeah. Oh my God. I was so into crypto for a while, right? When Bitcoin was booming. Yeah. That's when I, I got into I, it. Like yeah, it was booming in like. November, yeah. all the way up to December, and then I got into it February. <laughs> I got into it. No, I got into like the beginning of January. In like the second half of the boom, so I put in like eight bucks and I made <laughs> eight bucks, and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like crypto's sick. I'm gonna do this all the time. And Hashtag then, entrepreneur. Yeah, and then it peaked, and then it went way back yep, down. Yep. But now it it was recently going up, and I yeah. I'm, I don't pay attention to that. Like, yeah, really. I, I've noticed it a little bit. Like it's. It's around 10,000 now. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of up and down. It's not like, I don't think it's steadily increasing or decreasing right now. I, I have no idea what's up with it, but I was going to start mining and then I, <laughs> and I was like doing this research and it was like, you need, I don't know what the uh, insane computer. Yeah. The units are, but you need like so much computing power yeah. just to, <laughs> to mine, to get the chance of mining. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah. I was tell my dad about it who's um an it guy (laughs) (laughs) and uh i was like dad it's only like 500 bucks to buy this machine and then you can mine and make like 10 grand a year and he was like yeah but you know what like your electricity bills are gonna be that year i was like what he's like so hot like you use so much power to mine so yeah i was like yeah not gonna do that um so yeah still trying to find a way to make money (laughs) i'm open to ideas (laughs) if anyone has any suggestions how to get rich (laughs) Honestly, like e-commerce, like Maybe it, might, it might be the way. In, I have a friend who's going to Drexel, who's doing e-com. He's also doing social media marketing. I think I is he the guy you told you me about who's yeah who's entrepreneurship? Yeah, I'm gonna get you guys in touch. I I That'd think cool. I send you his Instagram. Dude, what if he's my roommate? What, what's your roommate's name? Uh, what's your friend's name? <laughs> Jackson. Jackson, that's my roommate's name. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. And cut the show. Yeah. <laughs> now, my roommate's name is Lance. Lance. Nice. Yeah. Lance. Uh, it has um, the. I think his name has the potential to be a really great porn name. Lance. <laughs> his last name is Steiner. That was pretty Jewish. I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah, e-commerce. <laughs> <laughs> That's the move. Yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm i still looking for something that's uh, like sustainable and is scalable. E-commerce is, way. dude, e-commerce is crazy scalable because, okay, the, the, the process of e-commerce is finding a product, testing mm-hmm. products. So you'll find a winning product, which is a product that has good profit margins and is solves a problem and all that kind of stuff. Then once you find a product that you think is a winner, 
you never know if anybody else is going to buy it. So you have to test it generally on Facebook or Instagram. Facebook ads are ads that you put out that using Facebook's analytics. Instagram, you can do that too, or you can do um, Instagram influencers, which are a bit more broad, but there's pros and cons. There's so many people who talk about Facebook versus Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I, it's, I've done both. Facebook, I think I got more results on. Uh-huh. But um, you'll test them, and then sometimes you'll find a good product on your first try. And if you do, what happens is, let's say your campaigns are $5 a day for like three campaigns. That's, that's not that much. Um, and it's you're getting sales. You just increase the budget and it'll send it to the same the same people that have bought already. It's going to send to like people that are like exactly the same as them. So meaning like they have the same interests and same like uh-huh. search history and so all that creepy stuff that Facebook <laughs> knows about you. And so yeah. it's like extremely <laughs> scalable until like if it's a seasonal product, then not really like until uh-huh. like the cap. Um, and then there's things you have to wor- worry about, like for Halloween when I was selling masks. I had to worry about shipping because it, from China it takes like 20 days to ship. Yeah. So I have to stop selling when like most people were buying Halloween costumes. So yeah. it's like it's, it's kind of annoying to do that. But yeah. um, definitely e-commerce is scalable and passive. Once yeah. once you get over that hump of like finding a product to, that actually works, then, it, then it's really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another option. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm glad talked about that because yeah. I've been interested in it's, it's what really we cool for a while. stuff. It's really cool stuff. Yeah. All right, Alex. On the uh, anticipated it. the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you're really into like sports and fitness. Yeah. Yes. No. So um, do you do you like regularly work out and try to like and not bodybuild, but I don't know. No, nah, I mean, yeah, like not really bodybuilding, more like um kind of like calisthenics and a little bit of crossfit but uh-huh. not like i'm not super serious i wasn't really i mean since like this summer i actually got into like a pretty regular schedule of going to the gym uh-huh. but before that not as much like i'd go like every weekend or so but uh-huh. i've been going like probably maybe three times a week consistently now but uh-huh. i'm not usually li- like i'll lift maybe two times a week i'll do like like s- pretty light stuff but it's more like I'll just like find a bunch of um, workouts, exercises that are like specific to basketball, like because uh-huh. that I mean that's like more of an athlete type body rather than like a yeah. bodybuilder type body. Yeah. So it's all kind of like with the goal of basketball in mind. Yeah, exactly. All right. Because I've Not been just like going to lift to lift. Uh-huh. I've, I've been going to lift to lift. <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, don't get ready for college. You know, yeah, you yeah. I mean, a lot of people like go into it thinking like. I mean, I don't know. You go to the gym for two weeks and you just do like a bunch of like, like bicep curls <laughs> and like people think like, yeah, you're going to be jacked, but yeah. like, that's not how it works. And you really have to, I mean, if you're serious about it, you have to go in knowing like, I mean, a good way to go into it is knowing like, what do you want to reach? Like what kind of body type do you want to reach? Oh. Like, cause it, the, it's like toad, like there's so many different things you could do. Like, and it all depends on what workouts you do and depending on like how how big you want to get i guess uh-huh. and like diet's a huge thing too yeah like oh really diet yeah. yeah like i mean if you're trying to cut body fat yeah i am not trying to do that if you <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i have body fat to like cut. you're trying to like slim down or whatever like if you kind but of also gaining muscle you need 
your diet is important too. Yeah, you exactly. Protein. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, I've just balanced. Uh, yeah, I've recently been like, my I've piqued an interest <laughs> in, I guess like getting fit because, you know, I always I like I did sports in high school, uh, <laughs> JVB soccer, ultimate, <laughs> ultimate. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I never actually got like I, I get like a little toned during the season, uh-huh. sure, but you know I, I was never really like the body type I wanted, and I think i was like you know i think i have to go start going to the gym if i want to like gain muscle which is what i'm trying to do i'm not trying to cut body fat that'd be yeah no, hard. You, you don't know, yeah <laughs> i mean it's more like like if you go to the gym do a workout but then you go home and eat like 50 cookies and like five burgers <laughs> like my life <laughs> like, like, like you just gained back probably everything you just burned so it's like yeah you got to balance it out but it's from if you're like if you're not trying to burn fat but you're just trying to bulk up Mm-hmm. If you did that same workout and then maybe not eat like a bunch of cookies, but ate like yeah, yeah, a bunch kidding. of like bacon and I guess like fat and sure, just like not really healthy, like um, low calorie foods Would that, would that reverse the effects of the workout or would it just, not, I mean, it depends. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like if you, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to bulk up, then like there's different ways to do it. But I say like, I mean, like you could do something pretty simple where you just work out and then you go home and have like, I don't know, like a BLT like shit. Oh, like that's yeah. literally like <laughs> you can like going on a diet or not even going on a diet, eating well. doesn't mean like you have to do like all organic, like yeah. keto, low calorie. Like uh-huh. you can just like eat fucking sandwiches if you want. Like nice. that's, that's <laughs> totally fine. I mean, just make sure that, I don't know, you're getting, balanced amount of everything yeah because i'm i'm like trying to gain muscle but i'm also not trying to give up bacon cheeseburgers <laughs> and like if, if it came up came between muscle like being fit and eating really fatty delicious foods i'm gonna have to go <laughs> with, yeah, I mean, with the big mac you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's hard to give that up but yeah i'm yeah. like i mean cutting it down a little bit like you can still have that just like not so you're saying i can't get the wendy's four for four every day for every <laughs> no no blasphemy <laughs> yeah no because yeah. i've been um i guess this summer is the first time I've gone to the gym regularly for more than a month. Yeah, exactly. And like I'm I'm starting to see some results. I'm wondering like and feel it too, right? Yeah. You feel you feel good. Yeah, I'll just wake up in the middle of the night screaming, flexing <laughs> all my muscles. <laughs> I like, think I'm turning to the Hulk. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but um that's great. I'm wondering how long do you think it takes to see results? Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to the gym regularly, like see like significant results. You know, um, well, here's for you. Yes, for me. Not trying to like shit on you, buddy, <laughs> but since you're, oh, kind, I'm, of a, you're oh, kind of yeah. a, you're kind of a newbie. Oh yeah. I mean, that's it's totally like normal. When you start working out regularly for like a month, you're gonna see like a pretty a pretty good like you're gonna see a lot of results because it, it's called like newbie gains. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> like when you first start working out, like uh-huh. you're gonna see a lot of results. But then like after that month, you actually have to start like. I mean, you have to start, you have to add weight, add reps, whatever, like, uh-huh. and go a little harder. And then, like, if you reach, like, whatever, like, you cut down your weight or you gain weight in muscle uh-huh. and, like, you're 160 and you're, like, got a good level of muscle, to gain five pounds in muscle from that point, it's, like, a very impressive and hard thing to do because really? sometimes you can plateau, hmm. which basically <laughs> means, like, like, you can reach a point where you don't see a lot of results because 
either you're doing like the same workouts you've been doing the same weight uh-huh. and that means you just i mean you have to like push yourself more obviously and after you pass that like newbie gains point mm-hmm. then i mean at least you're gonna look good you're gonna look <laughs> better than you were but you're not gonna see like as crazy results within a month yeah like it might take like three months yeah that, i'm that i mean it makes sense that i would be in the newbie gains area i feel like yeah. i haven't made that much gains <laughs> <though>. <laughs> but if you work out for like consistently like two times a week for a month you're gonna see uh-huh. results also i feel like yeah. at college like just I mean, you're gonna I, have access I mean, to gym yeah. all the time yeah, yeah, so. yeah exactly so you'll like you can really put in your schedule and like yeah you can just go to the gym in between class or in the yeah. morning so i'm hoping keep it up n- you don't have to get like my workouts when i'm out playing basketball if i could just go to the gym to work out i'll stay for like half an hour oh really i've people, been going to the gym for like, like, for like two hours i mean it depends what you do but like people yeah. think like the longer you stay the like, better <laughs> it is but like yeah, no, i feel like i'm kind of just like wasting my time <laughs> yeah i mean like you could literally go i mean also back again like trying to aim for what kind of body you want but like you could go to the gym for 30 minutes and do like a high intensity workout and leave uh-huh. and you might that's better than doing two hours of like slow like you're not like pushing your heart rate or like yeah. burning a lot of calories you're just like doing yeah. slow like weak yeah. shit kind of like yeah i should try to start doing more of that thing because i don't want to be spending like two hours exactly the gym. you can say you can be much more efficient with your time wake yeah. up early before class go to the gym for half an hour okay that's a steep ask yeah how many wake up before noon <laughs> what but yeah you, you kind of get my drift yeah yeah no i'll i'll definitely hit you up if i need some consultation in college <laughs> <laughs> try to get nice and lean <laughs> yeah yeah for sure all right. Anyone? Anything else we wanted to talk Anyone? about? Anyone? Bueller? Um, <laughs> not. I mean, one request. You better get me on to um, social media marketing because. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna, we're totally gonna talk about that. Yeah. Another time. Another after yeah, school. Yeah, because I mean, everyone. Ever, I always get at questions from everyone who's like, "What do you want to do?" And it's like, yeah, uh-huh. like I don't know what to tell them. But I mean, that's like something you kind of have to find what you want to do. So exactly. If social media marketing, you try it. You might love it. You mm-hmm. might hate it. I, I like kind of with Hayden. I've like been into entrepreneurship. But I don't know much about it, mm-hmm. and I've like looked at dudes before, and then I just get a bunch of ads on YouTube. Yeah. Like buy oh, my yeah. book. Like shit ton of that. You'll yeah. get it's like, like if you if you um search like anything in the past like 30 days like for th- or if you search something for the next like 30 days you're gonna get just like exactly and i don't know if i want to like yeah. invest money into that yeah. i don't know much about yeah. it but i'd love to consult with you about it totally so. all yeah. right well hayden it yep. was an absolute blast having you as our first guest. yeah it was I, fun I, I we had say. a pretty uh lengthy episode this i know time. Yeah. We're, we're, we're about to we are at an hour oh not an hour um 57 <sighs> minutes oh, wow. 58 minutes just New, about now or 1741 measures oh, <laughs> we, we how many measures was this podcast <laughs> <laughs> well our first episode was 27 minutes i think yeah. second was like 46 yeah. oh it's growing exponentially. Yeah. All right, we're just gonna sit here for like a couple <laughs> minutes so we can get that hour mark. You know? <laughs> in a month, no, they're gonna be up, just like up for oh, days. God, we'll <laughs> we're gonna be like continuing with Joe Rogan. A week the, full oh of podcasts. Just, yeah. just an entire like, week podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Do one of those challenges, like last person to leave the podcast, like gets a free. Job. <laughs> <laughs> last person to stop talking yeah. gets a free. Job. Oh my god. Oh my god. We might. We might. This is for you guys listening and watching. We might try to do some live streams. We're talking about doing that yeah. instead of recording. We would do live stream and then upload it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's cool. We'll see. We'll see how we go. Also, but, um, I know you guys are watching this. Ask us questions because I yeah. do. Wanna, I, like I do want to do a Q and A. We don't really. I don't think we should. We have time for a Q and A today. Yeah, but, but definitely but, um, next definitely time. Definitely next time. Right. Do I might. I mean, we should do it in advance before yeah, our episode because definitely. what happened last time is we asked and then we started the episode yeah. and I got questions after mm-hmm. we ended the podcast. Yeah. So. Ah. Yeah, it's hard because when you're live streaming, it's like a small percentage of viewership is going to mm-hmm. be watching yeah. during that yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Unless we. We'll promote it. If we do end up doing live streams, we'll definitely like a day in advance, two days in advance, a couple hours in advance. We'll definitely promote it um, and do a time that's best for most people. So, Mm. well, Hayden, great, great having you on the Anybody want to say anything else? I'm so honored to be your first uh, guest. First one. It's pretty sick. It was really good. Also, uh, should we talk about Sam? Oh, yeah. Uh, No. No, <laughs> you'll find out. About we'll, we'll, we'll talk about be like, yeah, we'll Sam, and cut it. <laughs> Black screen. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll thank you guys so much for watching. Yeah. Um, and we'll catch you on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> See you. Four. Take care.